Psychotic. Iconic. <laughs> Psychotic. Minimal. Psychotic, iconic, minimal. Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates Nine Kira's crimes. personal life. <laughs> <laughs> My worst nightmare of a podcast. <laughs> hey, Kira, how are you? I'm good. I'm happy. Uh, I'm tired. How are you, Griff? What's new? What's happening? Are we just listing the emotions we're feeling? I'm also a wee bit tired, um, mm-hmm. but it felt good to wake up a little early this morning with the birds. Not mm-hmm. really. It was like, <laughs> it was 8 a.m. Who am I kidding? Um, yeah. And I'm doing well. It's a little chilly here in Los Angeles. And by that, I mean, it's 50 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> Griff, it seems like you're really being like impacted by the weather. Like I feel like this, this rain in LA is like sitting heavy on your heart. Like, are you okay? The rain, the cool temperature, uh, the sunshine, it's just a lot to keep up with. And I would appreciate the support. Thoughts and prayers, (laughs) thoughts and prayers. How's New York city? You've been there for a few months now. Is it like, is it everything Taylor Swift makes it out to be? You know, Taylor Swift didn't live in a five-floor walk-up. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> that wasn't part of her day. It, it, New York is amazing. I will say, like, this city is different depending on how much money you have. Like, I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, being rich in New York is probably the best. But um, <laughs> it's it's wonderful, and I'm I'm happy everything's going good. No complaints. I feel that a lot of people asked why when I moved from Boston, I went to LA and outside of obviously film being such a a strong presence here, industry wise, I knew that I was going to be on a budget and I would at least like to be on a budget when it's never freezing cold out. And like, there's just a little bit more space, I think, for your value here in LA at a certain point, right? Like, um, what you said is so true. Like New York is regardless, amazing. But like, when you have a little more disposable income, it can be it can really change your New York life. Yeah, totally. I just finished uh, Fleischman is in Trouble on Hulu, and it, it kind of depicts that fairly well, or I guess from a 1% perspective, I suppose. But uh, Oh, I need to watch really that. Good. I heard I heard good things. Oh, you'll love it. Yeah, I met the woman who found the book and then brought it to TV. I met her at work the other day, and she recommended it, of course. I recommended Petty Crimes to her. So I watched it, and it was great. She better have listened to Petty Crimes. So cute. This is, yeah. it's good that you have this job, Griffin, not me, because you actually managed to meet these people and connect with them and talk to them. If I had your job, I'd be like, oh, I have no, no idea who anyone is. I've never spoken to one of them. <laughs> they basically go to order their appetizers and unintentionally are ordering a plate of petty crimes. Just Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, got to take advantage of the space. Anyway, right. hello. <laughs> are you ready? I'm ready. You're presenting to me today, and I am got my listening ears on. Perfect. This one is a good one. It is very unlike any crime we've had so far. And buckle up. Okay, buckling up. Oh, I'm excited. A novel kind of space to live in. This will be... I'm I'm ready. I'm eager. I'm feeling petty. Cool. I take you now to a bus garage in Cleveland, Ohio. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa, definitely haven't been here. 
<laughs> okay, the email begins. Hi, Karen Griff, huge fan of the podcast, discovered it a month ago and binged it in a few days. Love that. Thanks for Work. listening. You're the best. Also, Griff, you truly have one of the best voices for podcasts. It's very soothing to listen to. Oh, I didn't realize I did. Thank you for bringing that up. I never <laughs> thought of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make sure it's extra porny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I've got a story for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, please note, I've already changed the names so you don't have to worry. Okay. Cool. This story is quite old, almost a decade old, but something still weighs on my mind from time to time. <laughs> so I'm sending it to Petty Crimes Court in the hopes that I can clear my conscience. Yes, 10 years. It's a fine wine at not, uh, 10 years, I guess, isn't a fine wine, but I'm ready. <laughs> it's going to taste marinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're ready for this marinated crime. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Princess writes, when I was 20 years old, I started working at a garage cleaning public city buses. Whoa. For the store. Yeah. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah, that's not a job. I don't know anybody who has that job. That's really cool. Okay. Yep. For this story to make the most sense, I have to set the stage. The garage staff was small, just some drivers, sweepers, and lastly, wipers, which was my job. Buses were brought into the, in by the drivers. The trash would be swept out before it goes through the car wash and then gets parked in a large bay with all the other buses. The wipers were then to go into the parked buses and clean the windows and railings. After you finished, you'd write down the bus number, and at the end of your shift, you'd hand in your sheet so they'd know which buses had been cleaned. Very fascinating. Whenever I meet people that have such niche jobs like this, I, with the show behind us, obviously, I'm like, if you have any petty crimes, please text me, call me, beat me. It, I'm excited. Like these, yeah. these breed very interesting kind of human experiences because they're interesting spaces to work or live in. Absolutely. Like I couldn't, if you had asked me to explain how cleaning in a bus garage goes, I couldn't have told you. Yeah. Very cool. So Princess continues. And sorry, her name's Princess? Uh, she gave herself that name. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that speaks to her character. Got it? <laughs> no, it doesn't it... actually because she's she's volunteering cleaning buses in a garage. Like she's well, the not, opposite of this. Not volunteering, but but yes. Or sorry. Yeah, exactly. She's doing it for no pay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Princess continues. Now the wiping crew was made up with me and two other w women. Queenie and someone else who doesn't matter. Both older ladies, <laughs> I guess for the sake of the story, both older ladies that had adult children and preferred to keep to themselves. We were friendly, we'd chat occasionally, but we definitely weren't friends. It's fair, princess is mm -hmm. 20, these ladies are maybe late 50s. And yeah. after working for a couple weeks, we got two new wipers, Susie and Ella. Ella and I got along really well. We were around the same age, similar tastes in music, and we were all from the Caribbean. So we had a lot in common. We quickly became fast friends and started taking our lunches and breaks together, talking, joking, laughing about our similar experiences. Mm. Any thoughts so far? No, it makes, like you said, it makes sense to like just, if there's an age gap between you and your coworkers. You, you really are coworkers. It's maybe sometimes hard to build out the friendship and coworker. So it's really cool to hear that Susie and Ella came on board, pun intended, and we're just more similar to princess. It just makes work so much better when you have like buddies. Like that's not period. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Are you so, making friends at work in New York, Kira? I am. And it really does make a big difference. <laughs> <Yeah>. Good. <laughs> at the garage, you have the choice of either taking your break in the single, tiny, windowless break room that doesn't have enough seats to accommodate everyone on break, <laughs> or you can stay in an empty bus, which <gasps> most people preferred to do. Whoa. Is this, this is like a, TV show. <laughs> it's quite cinematic. Yeah. Okay. So like a shoebox or a bus. Yeah. I choose bus. I choose bus. So the three of us, Susie, Ella, and Princess, our titular character, preferred to take their breaks together on an empty bus. For a few months, they're doing this. Now here's where things start getting messy. Oh my God. One day, the three of us are taking our breaks as we normally would when all of a sudden we get called into the manager's office. He reveals to us that Queenie had come to him and said we were actually never working. We were taking long breaks and then lying about the buses we had cleaned. Because of all of this... (laughs) Shit, Queenie. Queenie. Because of all of this, we were put on probation. Our buses had to get double checked and we were no longer allowed to take breaks together on the buses. Whoa. I mean, I mean, just quick thought, like if probation, I mean, they just, Queenie just raised a red flag and all of a sudden these like barriers are put in place. I feel like there should be kind of a examination period before (laughs) this, but okay. Yeah. Right. If somebody comes to you and is like, Hey, this is happening then explore it because yeah. could be could be right or wrong. But maybe they were like, why would she lie about that? And also I will say, cause, you know, I work at a restaurant. Like I have worked at a restaurant for five years here in Los Angeles, not the same one, but the standards of uh, management are just different in certain environments, especially when weighed against where I came from in corporate America. And so sometimes these procedures are in place, right? If someone says something, it's automatically taken for truth and like you have to act on it instead of taking a breath and maybe examining it. So yeah, there is a trade-off for working in these spaces, but it builds a lot of grit within you, I'll say. Man, there's nothing worse than like a bad manager, is there? (laughs) I'm I'm now being managed by people that are significantly younger than me that have been in the industry, the restaurant industry longer than me, but like... It is a little bit interesting uh, to be managed by a 24-year-old. I can imagine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just see things differently. One time I got interviewed for a job by a 23-year-old and she goes, whoa, (laughs) you've had a lot of jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I've been on the earth longer than you. I was like, I don't know what to tell you, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. All right, princess. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> anyway, okay. Our, our probation ended after a week when they determined that we were in fact doing all of our work and we were not lying about the number of buses we cleaned. But. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But oh. my manager still urged us not to take breaks together because it was bothering Queenie. Whoa. I assume Queenie was taking her break in the designated windowless break room. Mm-hmm. I'm getting that vibe. Mm-hmm. 
You're getting okay. a windowless vibe from Queenie. <laughs> Which makes looking at people not taking a windowless break uh, petty. And like, okay, we'll talk about this later. But yeah, okay. Absolutely. Because it upsets Queenie. You can't eat on the bus with your friends anymore because it's upsetting one person. <laughs> I, I mean, I was trying to figure out because I'm like, well, what's what's the why here? And the only thing I could think of is that Queenie's like, I clean a bus and then the three of you stomp onto it and eat oh your lunch. God. It's annoying because you're getting it dirty. That this was my so, own. Yeah, that makes sense. It, it's also just when I worked, I'm like just going through my resume here. When I worked at Barry's boot camp, I was basically a janitor and there was a different approach to the work in cleaning the gym facility between the early 20s. And again, I was pretty old comparatively. Mm -hmm. Um, between the like early 20 year olds who are, this is like their first job after college, they're figuring things out. And then we had two employees who were basically institutional and had been there for so long and had so much respect. But because of that, they saw things very non-flexibly or inflexibly, mm -hmm. is that a word? And it just, it made certain, the approach to work a little different, even the breaks or where we ate or how long we took. They just saw it differently because of the years that they've spent. So, yeah. Oh, okay. I can see Queenie's perspective a little bit, but. Yeah. Actually, you're helping me warm to it. She's like, we don't take yeah. breaks on the buses. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. All right. So fast forward a few weeks. I'm minding my business when I notice one of the buses in the garage has had its lights on for a long time. <laughs> it's in a far off corner, nearly entirely obscured. I clean and I try to ignore it. But after about 40 minutes. I decide to go turn those lights off because somebody's probably forgotten and tomorrow's driver's going to be pissed if they find a bus with a dead battery. So I walk up to the bus and who should be sitting down and eating lunch with a Netflix movie on already <gasps> partway through, but Queenie. No way. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you can't write this shit. <laughs> It was either going to be Queenie or it was going to be a killer. <laughs> <laughs> right. This this crime takes a massive left turn. <laughs> yeah. As a reminder, no actual crimes need be submitted to our Gmail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need any murders in the inbox. <laughs> so Queenie is on this bus with the lights and the engine on watching Netflix. Maybe not engine, but at least lights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Like when you go to the drive-ins, you turn the like mm -hmm, battery mm -hmm. on. Okay. Queenie. Mm-hmm. We've got more. Okay. Okay. I decide not to say anything. I just mind my business. Maybe she's taking lunch early today. Who knows? But then when lunch break rolls around, I am flabbergasted to see Queenie stroll on through and sit at the table in the windowless break room as if everything was peachy and she was taking her very first break of the day. Oh. So now... We've got Susie, Ella, and Princess being forced to obviously break in the break room. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Queenie. Queenie stole their idea and then is also coming back to the break room for an additional break. <laughs> <laughs> so this now thinks, okay, so if the pot is on the stove and it's simmering, it's time for it to start boiling. You ready? Oh, yeah. Princess is going to get a, le a little less princessy, I think. I, me thinks. <laughs> <laughs> me thinks. Okay. Princess writes, I was very suspicious. So for the next few weeks, 
I start paying a little more attention. And sure enough, every single day, Queenie would go to the same bus in the far back corner, pull out some food, and watch a Netflix movie on her phone. And then she would proceed to take her lunch break as if nothing had happened. I was hurt. I was pissed. It really felt messed up to lie about me not doing my job when you are not doing yours. So for the Kira's next pointing. few... <laughs> Kira is princess. The injustice is palpable. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> so for the next few days, I start gathering evidence. I wait in the bus next to hers before she gets there. And when she has her whole spread set up, I take a picture of her. <gasps> I compile 15 to 20 pictures, all time-stamped, day oh. after day after day after day. And I'm prepared to bring all the evidence to our manager. <laughs> Whoa. She's going to work. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I mean, I I can't, and I'm sure we'll talk about this later, but like, I feel like I'd also be collecting evidence too. This is interesting Queenie behavior. Like she kind of started it, Queenie. Mm -hmm. So let me, let me just finish it. <laughs> yeah. Glass houses, yeah. throwing stones. <laughs> any, any other thoughts before we round toward home? Oh gosh. It's, oh, I've maybe feel like I know where this is going and it does make me a little sad if I'm thinking correctly, but I don't know. And again, like I can't help, like there, I learned so much about these types of jobs and how, what they mean for everyone. Um, mm -hmm. whether it's like a 22 year old recent college grad who's again, figuring it out and just wants a little more disposable income while they're riding mommy and daddy's credit card or, it's someone who's a little older and has a, a family to support and this has been their life for a long time. But at the same time, I'm like, well, if the latter is the case, then maybe you got to protect it a little bit. And sometimes being friends with people is a lot easier in doing that. So I don't know. Mm, yeah. I think this also like, a, I think some of this, like, I think some, probably some people working in this garage, like they maybe like, maybe they didn't go to college or they're like, mm -hmm. you know, there might be like seven, 18, 19, 20. You know what I mean? Totally. Absolutely. Which is, again, it's, it's so different than when I, cause when I, I base, we're going to take a lot of time, but like I, I left BCG, the consulting firm I worked at. And within a month I was working as a host at a Mexican restaurant in mm -hmm. Santa Monica here in, here in Los Angeles. And the calibration that I had to undertake to better understand who I'm working with. These were no longer just these kind of upper crust collegiate people in a white collar job. I was working with still a scattering of those types of people, obviously actors, aspiring actors, but like it opened up a totally different coworker group for me to get to know and understand. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I would say five years into this pursuit, I now can work with, and I love the fact that I can kind of better understand both groups and help maybe yeah. bridge some communication. So the, the story is like kind of beautiful, but also I think we're heading to, <laughs> I think we're heading to the climax here. Let's see. So <laughs> before I can show my manager anything, he makes an announcement. Our garage is being taken over by new management. <laughs> Jesus <If we> Christ. 
<laughs> if we want to stay at the location, we'll have to submit job applications to the oh. new company. To top it off, our supervisor's only offering jobs at the new location to a handful of people. Whoa. So, so, so basically, so they're like, you can apply to stay on with this new management, but we're actively only giving select few. We're only offering a few people the application. The others have to kind of ask, ask for it. Yes. So they know who they want to retain and who they don't. Mm-hmm. So Oof. for example, Queenie had seniority and was immediately offered a position, something she did not hesitate to rub in our faces. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so my then, word. So then, <laughs> interestingly, <laughs> I did something kind of terrible. After spending a few days contemplating, I decided to put all the pictures I had, attach them to an email, and anonymously send them to my supervisor with a subject heading that merely said, just thought you should know what your employee does when you're not looking. Oh, shit. (laughs) Not long after, three hours before her shift ended, Queenie stomped into the windowless break room, clocked out, and stormed out silently. Oh, my gosh. Then Susie, Ella, and I were all invited to work at the new location. I didn't see Queenie there, so I don't know. I guess it didn't work out. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Princess. (laughs) So that's the whole story. Time for your verdict, Griff. (laughs) Oh, my God. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) This is multi. This was has a lot of layers to it. It's, it's, it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. I guess my first quick that was a story, right? Mm-hmm. Princesses, princess is done. Thank you, princess. Not so much of a princess at the end, I will say. Mm. It's interesting that they were turning over management, and it required everyone to kind of be on. Hmm. You know, aside from them, like kind of giving out applications to their favorites, maybe mm-hmm. it, it does kind of reset the game. And so my first, I guess I have a, I wonder if even without princess submitting that, that, that file of Queenie sabotage, mm-hmm. I wonder if new management, and I've seen this happen and it is, it's a difficult thing to navigate because you don't want to be ageist, but you also want to be mindful that if people have been with the with a business or a company for a long time, across that time, things have really changed. And I will say tech has influenced so many jobs of this nature. And so mm-hmm. you want to make sure that the people that you do have are able to keep up with the work and still have a respectable, I guess, output of work. And so I wonder, without this file that Princess anonymously <laughs> emailed... I wonder what they would have made of the, like the application pool just in general. Sure. Yeah. Or like, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so fascinating. Do we want to tick through the people and, uh, think some things will flower from that? Yeah. Are Susie, Ella and princess in general guilty for being friends and having too much fun and eating lunch on the buses? Yes, they're guilty. (laughs) <laughs> no, of course not. That sounds <laughs> <laughs> No, not at all. Um 
you know, as so long as they're cleaning up their crumbs from their right, because you don't want to go on a clean bus, eat and leave things, especially if you're not the one assigned to that bus. Mm-hmm. If I'm hearing the kind of allocation correctly. Yeah. Just make sure your shit isn't falling over the seats um, and you're not creating more work for you or someone else. But outside of that, that sounds like some of the best moments in these types of jobs come from your lunch breaks because it's you're you're off. You're just chilling. You can lament about the work. You can talk about what's going on outside of life. Yeah. Free of kind of being reprimanded by management. So if you can find a comfortable space that has windows and allows for that, absolutely. That's like, I love, I've loved those parts of any job I've had, you know? Yeah. So no. So no. So and you're then innocent. On to Queenie. Yes. Is Queenie guilty for ratting us out and then taking these movie breaks? Hmm. Can I backtrack for a second and 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 rule Queenie innocent for her herself taking just in general breaks on the bus, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't that was kind of a twist in the story. I didn't it was it was just fascinating that she kind of had such a stink about them doing it. But she and I don't I don't know if this behavior happened after she ratted them out and she maybe got the idea from them. It's I'm I'm interpreting it that she's been doing it for a long time Um, Mm -hmm. and maybe she was a little bit pissed that they were encroaching on this kind of like maybe she was getting worried that they were going to ruin it for her by getting caught. Oh, yeah. Or it's like a seniority thing. Like, yeah, I can take a break on the bus because I guess what I'm I'm in my I'm 60 years old and I've been working here for 40 years. You girls are new. Take your break in the break room. (laughs) Exactly. Um, and so in that, again, without the, without the rest of the story that we know in that question and context, I don't find Queenie guilty, right? Because if you're able to do that, then do it, especially if your break room sucks, which I've definitely experienced. Hell yeah. Yeah. And, and then for the ratting out of Susie, Ella and princess. Yeah. I mean, I can't, she's, she's guilty for that. I don't know why, aside from what I just said, maybe she was like worried that they'd expose the this privilege or mm-hmm. she was like you said je- like a uh, petty that they hadn't earned the ability to work to eat lunch <laughs> in sunlight i don't know why she would have done it and queenie was you said that there was queenie and then maybe one other person her age or a few yes, others who was not yeah. deemed central to the story but she has um some peers got it and peers are different than friends right so like i wonder if two queenie was like Oh, God. Why can't Queenie just join them? I don't know. Maybe she just felt very lonely in that while watching them doing the same thing, but in a group of three. I know. But even still, it's like, and I know there's a lot of pride with with people, um, regardless of age. But I know sometimes when you've been somewhere so long, you have a lot of pride. And Mm -hmm. I experienced this at the gym that I worked at. It's harder for people to kind of maybe bridge the gap. It would have been lovely if maybe she was like, hey, princess. Can I eat with you guys? Um, But no, she didn't. And she ratted them out. And I find her guilty for that. Yeah. And you know what? This is a good example of two sides to the story. Because if Queenie had written in this crime, I guarantee (laughs) this conversation would be much different. Like, we'd be hearing a completely different thing. Like, those three girls were screaming on the bus. They were drinking (laughs) nips on the bus. Like, they were blaring music through the bus. You know what I mean? I mean, who knows? But like... We're not here. We we only have princesses side of the story. Yeah, totally. And it's just like, I don't know why Queenie just didn't like 
just, I don't know, might mind her business and just enjoy what she had. Cause right. Like at the end of the day, look what's happened to Queenie. And it did kind of start by Queenie raising a red flag. Mm-hmm. So she, for that, she started she's it. guilty. She started yep. it. <laughs> okay. Now on to our submitter herself, princess is princess guilty for sending this anonymous email with all these receipts. This is a tough one. Oh man, this is tough. The anonymous, I'm going to like kind of break it down. The anonymity of it, I don't know that I find guilty. Mm-hmm. And again, in these jobs, and I've experienced this where I work right now, like it isn't it isn't my responsibility as a worker and maybe lateral coworker with other servers, we'll say, to bring to management a lack of in performance or something that they're not doing correctly. That should be on management. Management needs to be eagle-eyeing it and like observing work output. It really compromises friendship and that that uh, your positions as peers to mm-hmm. rat someone else out because that that and that shouldn't be your job. So totally. Anonymously, no. I don't find her guilty for the anonymity of it. Sending it in general, my gut saying not guilty either. Like within the court, not guilty. I think probably it's left you hopefully with a little bit of guilty emotions. Because mm-hmm. like, I mean, what's Queenie's story? Like, who's she? Is she supporting someone? Is she by herself? <laughs> like, she's now lost a job at sixty-ish. You know. <sighs> Oh my God. I can't, I don't even know if I can rule on that to be honest. Like, I feel so, like we don't have enough context because this is petty crimes, but, uh, but you're right, Griff. It is sitting on princess's conscience. Cause the last line of her email is please give my conscience rest after all these years. <laughs> oh, princess that I cannot do, honey. <laughs> <laughs> you, you wrote to the wrong person. I'm too, nah, like, uh, <laughs> So no, the non the anonymity of it, I don't find guilty. And I I I can I say I can't rule on the rest of that? Like I so I You can't you you can't decide. I can't decide. Like I Queenie started it. And that, mm-hmm. that's another thing too. Like in the jobs that I've had, and again, this gym in particular that I worked at last year, Barry's boot camp, these this one older employee that I didn't see eye to eye with in certain operational tasks, mm-hmm. you know, we ended up really not speaking for a long time because of that. And then I ended up leaving the gym, not on the best of terms. You know, I've gone obviously since I've left to work out and we are now friendly and cordial. I think mostly cause we're not working side by side together anymore. And I could have in that situation on my end gone to management and been like, you know what? This person isn't working efficiently they're saying I'm cutting corners, but it's actually just being smarter about work, blah, 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 blah. Why are they still here? Like, but I knew, I knew the background to this person. I knew their hustle. I knew Mm. members of their family, to be honest. And for that reason, it was not worth me bringing it up to management because I did not want to cause any kind of butterfly effect with their stability, with this job that they've been working in for longer than anyone at that, at that gym. So but on the other end, too, like if this person that I had this disagreement with would have gone to management and said something about me, which yeah. is what Queenie did, mm-hmm. then the story would be different. Um, okay. And I uh, I would have cut their 
their brakes on their car. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no. Can, so I just yeah. can't rule because I know I know what this is like. Can I give my two cents? <sighs> yes, please. I feel like I'm going through an emotional spiral. <laughs> I know. It's, it's a lot. I think Queenie is guilty and Princess is guilty. I really hate that these gals are all tattling to management <laughs> and not yeah. talking to each other. Yeah. I have this, like, I don't know what it is in me, maybe, but since my very first job, I have this feeling I'm like, it's us against them. <laughs> like, oh my God, yes. Like, it's like, stick it to the man. Like, I'll cover your ass. I'll, like, snitches get stitches. We're all in this. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why aren't these ladies all like, like, if Queenie, if you've got a problem with these girls because they're making your bus dirty, talk to them. Princess, if you're irritated that Queenie ratted on you and then is watching movies, talk to her. Yeah. Don't be getting each other in trouble and getting each other fired. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I you know just, yeah. I think every, I think they're all guilty and that this should be a lesson that to, for everyone to have more of a union mentality. <laughs> yeah, we need to unionize. Um, okay, no, that was, that pulled me out of my like personal, just memory lane. Like you're right, Queenie, and I said it minutes ago before I went down my spiral. <laughs> <laughs> Queenie raised the red flag. I need to remember that this is petty court and not like actual court. Queenie raised the red flag and Princess reacted to that after, you know, gathering intel for a long time. So I agree with you, Kira. Thank you for pulling me out of my despair. Both of these players are guilty. And I think one reaped the benefit or the cost of that more than the other. I yeah. obviously Queenie's no longer employed there, mm-hmm. um, but she she started it. Yeah. You're right. You're totally right. Thank you. Thank you for your coldness. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Princess, for submitting this. This is I, such a cool and interesting crime. And I, you know what? I think take it off your conscience. You're guilty to us. And now I don't think you should have to sit with it any longer. I think, Princess, you should go to your grave feeling guilty. Oh, no. Don't <laughs> no, you dare. Okay. Wait, hold on. What do we think about management, just very quickly, management giving applications to certain select employees and not others? Guilty yeah, or innocent? I, I think across the board, reading between the lines of this crime, management is crappy. <laughs> guilty, innocent, or crappy? Crappy. I, I don't know. They're just like, oh, any anyone can submit anything and we'll act swiftly. Like, what? Yeah. They're, they're bad. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Bad management. Mm-hmm. This was so cool. Like what an interesting world. Oh, and as someone who took the bus for three years here in Los Angeles, obviously this is not, and you said Cleveland. I made it up, but yeah. Got it. Wherever this crime is from, like, thank you for your work in doing that because jobs like these impact people that don't even think about these spaces. Mm-hmm. And this is a great crime example of that. And it, it made for a great story that we're benefiting from. Yeah. Thanks, Princess. We love you. Thanks, Princess. Griff and I are so stoked we have a sponsor this week, Hello Adorn. This is a jewelry company that makes jewelry that is life-proof and perfect for every day. It's so cute. Absolutely. I'm actually wearing their Tony bracelet, which I've been looking for, a nice bracelet like this. And I've got around my neck their Hera chain, which is gold and just lovely for winter. Yeah, they're both like really handsome. I got the tiny twist earrings, which I love because I'm a baby. I only have one hole, but they twist in and they look like you have cutie double hoops. Like order them. They're so cute. And then I got an ear cuff for the same reason. It cuffs around your ear, but then it looks like double hoops. Get them. They're like so cute. So pretty. 
You look so good. And every piece is made in their Eau Claire, Wisconsin studio by their team of very talented makers. And they use the highest quality materials they can find. Um, their pieces are nickel-free, hypoallergenic. And I personally love that they're based in Wisconsin. My mom's from there, so wearing jewelry that reminds me of her from a place that she grew up in is extra sentimental for me. Woo! We also wanted to highlight that Hello Adorn's Social Good Collection provides 100% of sales to various causes related to racial injustice, body positivity, women's reproductive rights, and more. Again, that's their social good collection. So head over to Instagram at HelloAdorn or shop HelloAdorn.com slash petty for 10% off your first purchase. That's HelloAdorn.com slash petty. Look great. Stay petty. Thank you, HelloAdorn, for sponsoring this episode. Thank you. All right, and it's now time for some criminal or minimal, my mom's least favorite segment of the show. No, <laughs> Does she not like it? I don't know why I said that. She she loves everything. She loves you the most, which is really my issue. Um, <laughs> I'll start one off, all right? My parents are fans of you too, Griff. Oh, thank you for lying. <laughs> I'm not. They listen. Oh, perfect. I can't wait to meet them. I have met them. I can't wait to spend more time with them. Mm-hmm. All right. This one I self-submitted because I constantly do this. Ooh. So criminal or minimal, going into someone else's bathroom and changing the way the toilet paper rolls based on what you prefer. <laughs> um, <laughs> neither criminal nor minimal, just pointless. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> just... I prefer um, it. I prefer it to roll over. And whenever I'm sitting down, I don't know why I'd be somewhere else. No, even if I'm peeing, like if I see that it's rolling under, I will just pedally change it just to see if they notice a difference in their livelihood. In their livelihood? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so much easier. It just looks better too. I don't know. I, I, all right. Yeah. I get, You know what? If you want to do that, I guarantee it's not bothering them. <laughs> Okay, fine. So minimal. (laughs) Okay. Um, This was submitted by a listener. Telling someone that you're hooking up with that you can't see them anymore because you're getting back together with an ex when really you just don't want to see them anymore. Criminal or minimal. Oh my gosh. You know what? Our season two, episode one, where Mm -hmm. I wrote the story, it is hard to tell people the truth of not not wanting to be around them. I'm going to say, I'm going to say minimal on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I think there's like a, they're going to be looking at your Instagram and your Instagram stories and wondering why your ex isn't like around you. And they're going to maybe call you out in your lie. But you know, if you want to, mm-hmm. if that saves face, go for it. And see, I say criminal. I think this yeah. is, I think it's an unnecessary lie. So like if so, if you you would tell someone I'm actually not really interested in continuing this. Yeah, or like yeah. work's busy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I, I yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm busy. You know what? I did do that last year. I went on a few dates with someone and it just wasn't going anywhere for me and I I did I was honest. So but it, it was taxing. Mm. All right. This one doesn't have a name with the submission. So let's just say the submitter's name is Charlie Kesslering. Oh, hi. (laughs) Yeah, just random name. Criminal or minimal? 
listening to a book on audio and then buying a physical copy of that book for your bookshelf. Do you get it? Yeah. <laughs> I guess you- minimal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. No further thoughts from me. <laughs> Charlie Kesslering, live your life. <laughs> <laughs> I will say his bookshelf is full, so... <laughs> Criminal or minimal, and this is submitted by me, going into a Sally Hansen Beauty Co. asking for a recommendation of a detangler, having the clerk bring you over to a section, talk very much encouraging you to buy one specific detangler, how it's so great, so good, you have to buy it, then reading the bottle and seeing that it's not for your hair type and it is not a detangler at all. So putting it back and just finding something else. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Basically to boil down, asking for a recommendation and then not taking it. Ooh, that's a good one. I will say minimal. And it really, they should know what they're talking about when they're like pushing the product. It was not a product that was suited for your Goldilocks hair. It is just such, it is such a like asshole feeling when you're like, it's the same thing it's serving. It's like when people are like, what's your favorite drink? Which I don't answer anymore because of this. And I, oh, the passion splash because it's fruit forward. It's actually not as sweet as you think. We can make it skinny and blah, 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 blah. It's named after this. Oh, I'll just have a gin and tonic, please. It's like, well, <laughs> why did you just ask me then? Like, you just wanted to hear me talk? So I'll say minimal because mm-hmm. at least I, you know, at least I was pushing something that was accurate. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then one quick one to final, to close things off, Ooh. criminal, criminal or minimal, having a go-to breakup spot. <gasps> mm-hmm. I heard a story this weekend about that. Psychotic. Iconic. <laughs> Psychotic. Minimal. Psychotic, iconic, minimal. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Unless you're breaking up with the same person twice and they're like, hold on a second. What are we doing back at the library? <laughs> <laughs> well, this girl actually got broken up with by two different people coincidentally at the same restaurant. Oh. But it got me thinking, what if I had a go-to breakup spot, which is the park that I live next to? People do like breaking up outside. Yep. Yeah. In public where people are watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's just safe. <laughs> Ooh, those are fun. Those were fun. Okay, bye. Till next week, stay fatty. Love you.